certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is I want to win in Edmonton. Here's McKeith all the way, scores! Hello, what's going on out there? Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast. It's January 11th. It's a Tuesday. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1260, the two guys in a goalie podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers. And thank you for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms on the pod. Today, we're just going to get to a lot of what Kenny Holland had to say at his press conference this morning as he met with the Edmonton media. Uh, media nothing groundbreaking i, I kind of teed that up uh, yesterday to finish off the pod i mean it's what general managers do man so he did say some interesting things i got about nine clips or eight clips that we're gonna play and, and kind of break it all down what did you think of it did you uh, like what he said i was a little surprised to be honest at 12 60 during the lowdown we played it and we broke it down and i, I gotta say it was at least 60 40 70 30 for people that were happy with what kenny holland had to say that kind of threw me off i thought people would be upset now there was a lot of people that were upset quickly some news uh marcus number and has been sent down back to Bakersfield. Uh, he had a, an okay showing. He can throw hits. Um, I think he needs to work on, on moving the puck and all that kind of stuff to to stick in the NHL. But uh, he definitely showed an element that the Oilers don't have a lot of. So this is definitely not um, definitely not the last we're going to hear from him. That's for sure. And some interesting uh, news. According to um, Minnesota Wild uh, beat reporter uh, for The Athletic in Minnesota, he tweeted out uh, that uh, goalie Alex Stalock, who has missed the season with a heart condition, has been cleared by his own doctors and is heading to Bakersfield to begin the comeback with the Oilers. If he passes physical, he'll need waivers. If body holds up, they'll figure out next steps. So, wow, I didn't see that one coming. So, uh, now that the Oilers, uh, well, they've had goaltending issues for a while now, and um, we'll get to it, so I don't want to ruin it, but it doesn't seem like Skinner's going to be coming up anytime soon. So, I don't know what this means. Does he get a shot? Uh, who the hell knows? But let's get to it, eh? Let's just break it down. There's not a lot of other news uh, going around for the Edmonton Oilers that don't, as they don't play till Saturday. So we'll just get into this Kenny Hall and stuff that was pretty, um, I mean, kind of saw what he was going to say coming. And there's a little bit of intrigue to a few things, but let's get right to it. And uh, first off, I mean, the first question, uh, how disappointed is he with the, where his club is right now? Well, very. You know, I think if you look at the season on December, we were looking yesterday, December the 2nd, we were first overall in the National Hockey League. What's today, January 10th? Or 11th you know so a lot's happened in six weeks um we were at 16 and 5 and then we've gone uh, 2 9 and 2 in the last uh, so the first 21 games we were first overall in points percentage and then the last uh, 13 2 9 and 2 i think we're we have the second worst record in the national hockey league over the over that 13 game span so it's you know we've gone from one extreme to another extreme so um you know I'd, i'm not to, honest, to tell you honest truth i'm not 
I believe we have a good team. Uh, I obviously built the team. It's, 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 uh, it, whatever happens is on me. I think, again, I, I, I'm not really sure where we're at because it's been two, two extremes have been so far apart. Well, that's true. I mean, they started really well. At one point, they were 16 and 5, and then the last five weeks, they completely fallen off. A little bit of deflecting there for sure. This is on me. Well, it is. He brought in the players. Of course, your GM's going to say he believes in the team. And, um, but he did mention, he, I mean, they have to be better. They, they, he's not happy. I mean, how can you be? So that was kind of the first question asked uh, towards uh, Kenny Holland today. Um, Evander Kane's popping up everywhere here in the last two days. He is the biggest topic of conversation going around the NHL. Do you take him? Uh, because on ice, there's no issues. He's a hell of a player and he would help any team. But it's the off-ice stuff that's uh it's that baggage that uh, teams are scared of and, and a lot of media are criticizing teams that are willing to sign this guy because of that saying it's not his second chance it's more like his seventh but uh, here's kenny holland just talking about uh evander kane and and, and the balance there because he is good on the ice but he brings a lot of baggage with him first he didn't under, get an understanding you know of, of um, everything that's gone on in that person's life or, or you know, not their whole life but but get an understanding of what's going on and then trying to you know it's like i said to jim i guess the answer to your question i believe in second chances you know I, I, it's hard to be perfect in, 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 in we're all people we all make mistakes some make big mistakes some make little mistakes but it's hard to be it's hard to be perfect and um i think if somebody makes a decision or does something in their life and they make a mistake i think they have to you know try to um you know learn from it and and try to change and um and 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 uh, should be entitled to a, a second opportunity once they once they do some of those things so he was asked by reed wilkins if he has had contact with uh, his agent and he said yes his agent uh, used to represent datsu uh, like as per usual uh, he brought up his detroit days quite a bit today so <laughs> that always that always gets the fans all riled up there so uh, we'll keep tracking this so we'll see where he ends up uh, is, uh, obviously Edmonton's uh, uh, a location for him he's considering it and the orders obviously have reached out so we'll see where this uh, goes uh, well we have news this week I don't know guys uh, he has been playing in the AHL so it's not like this is a guy that needs to come in and, and needs a couple of weeks of of conditioning and all that so but yeah obviously he's gonna need practices so we'll see what happens with evander kane does he end up an edmonton or <laughs> right next two clips are on the gold 10 goals against have been an issue for a long time with the edmonton Oilers. i mean this is going back even before kenny holland uh but he was asked if he can't make a trade uh you know for a goaltender is skinner a guy you look at uh for more of an opportunity going into this season that was our thought you know it's gonna be smitty and koski they were gonna go we're gonna we're gonna ride the two and one's gonna get hot for a little bit and the other one's going to slip and but but they'll probably play a similar amount of games and whenever somebody gets on a roll we'll go with them game three smitty got hurt we thought it was nagging at the time and you know so we we ran out koski for for a lot there was still an unknown about Stu skinner and i'm going back to october you know so um there was you know we wanted to get off to a good start and then we played koski a lot we kept thinking that smitty was on the horizon but it was a nagging injury and it kept nagging at him and kept nagging at him and kept nagging at him we eventually worked Stu skinner into the mix and i think that i thought that koski and Stu skinner did a a, a really good job in uh, in that 16 and 5 i mean other than two games they were they were the, go- the guys in that for 16 and 5 and then i think that over the last 13 games we've just sort of come derailed we haven't played good enough 
defensively. I think everybody's got to play better. I mean, it, you know, probably our goaltending, our team play, our special teams. We've got some individuals I believe, I believe can play better over the last 13 games. So, you know, Smitty's back now, you know, after Christmas. I think we're going to come out. We obviously got to we play one game here in two weeks. It's, it's against Ottawa on Saturday. We're going to have some practice time here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, play a game and then practice next week, next week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we got to get back to, 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 to Smitty and Koski. But saying all that, Stu Skinner's in a good spot. He's playing every night down there in Bakersfield. I've been watching every night, every game on the computer. He's playing real well. We know what he can what he can do here. I think he's an NHL goal in the goalie in the waiting or making, however you want to want to do it. But I think it's, it's he's in a good place right now that he's playing playing lots. Let's get going here and see what what uh, how we get off how we get going after this break. He does have a point in that team has to be better as a whole to stop the goals against 100%. It's not all on the goaltenders. The defense play, they turn the puck over like nobody's business uh, offensively as well. It's it's just, it's all going wrong. So everyone has to be better. I totally agree. But before I get into more of this, here's uh, another one. Uh, as he was asked, how long can you wait? Because by, by what we just heard, Stuart Skinner is not coming up and he wants to roll with Koskinen and Smith. So, he was asked, how long can you wait before making that change? If continue, if, if they continue to lose here, how can you continue to go with the same guys? Here's Ken Holland. As the manager, I like to. My, I think it's my job to protect people, okay? To make sure that they are ready. Play the kids, 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 play the kids. Then when the kids make mistakes, we don't like the kids, we don't like the kids, we don't like the kids, get different kids, and the kids go elsewhere, and they have success that you thought they were going to have here. I'd rather wait a little bit too long than move too soon. You know, and... and, and, and uh, you know, I think that 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 that. So now, how long could I wait? I'm going to watch. I'm going to evaluate. I mean, it's. I mean, it, I, we have 48 games to go. I understand we got to hit the ground running. Now that you, you can't, I can't judge one game. You can't just if you lose a game, all of a sudden start to make. You, I got to watch some games. I, I can't put a number on it, but I got to watch some games. I got to see how we play. I got to see how the how how everything goes. But I think everybody in that every everybody in that room understands that we've got 48 games to go and we've got a we've got to hit the ground running here and 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 start to put something together asap as soon as we get going well you keep waiting mr kenny holland you're gonna miss them you don't have uh, out of the three goaltenders you don't have one guy that should be in your, in your top two and then saying like i need to watch more than one game what are you did you just start watching your team this is miko koskinen like what are you expecting even when this team was winning he wasn't putting up good numbers he was still giving up weak goals every game and at least three four ga- goals like what are we talking about i need to watch him a little bit more mike smith i understand he's coming off an injury he was terrible in his first couple of games he was a bit better in toronto but they still lost they still lost he didn't make the saves plain and simple so what i, I get it to a certain extent with mike smith Sure, for but with Miko Koskinen, well, what do you have to evaluate in the next couple of games? So he's going to drop more games for you, cost you more points in the standings, but you need to evaluate it. Get the hell out of here! Come on, you've watched Miko Koskinen for three damn years. You're telling me you still have to evaluate him? You don't know what he is? You don't know how he's hurting your team? Stuart Skinner should be here. Plain and simple, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Now with Stalock back in the fold, what the hell's going to happen? I don't know. But the orders right now. One of their better goaltenders is not with the team. And this team is in win mode now. And when your team doesn't make choices for your team to win right now, the best possible choices, this is what happens. And they continue to roll with Mike Smith, which we all knew this was going to happen. And hopefully he can get hot. But they want to continue with Miko Koskinen. I've had it with Miko Koskinen. I'm done with that player. He's not getting better. He's only getting worse. And he's costing you game after game. And it's not all on him. 
fair enough. The defense is not good enough. There's no depth up front. I get it. But every time Koskinen plays, I mean, you're more than likely going to drop that damn game, especially as of late. He, he gives up a softy. He's just not, uh, you know, the whole thing with Dave Tippett. Like, come on. Got beard, get primal. You heard me right. Got beard, get primal. If you're someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients with low impact on our planet. Primal origin oils makes balms oils and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feeling beard products available all the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the usa combo kits make a great holiday gift and if you're shopping for yourself you'll be glad you did we know that every company claims to have the best but primal origin oils challenge you to compare their ingredients in the feeling beard to other products you've used promise you will see and feel the difference remember the code locked on gets you 20 percent off at primaloriginoils.com use code locked on at checkout for 20 percent off another I guess person that's taken a lot of heat is Dave Tippett. I did. It's not. I said it last week, and it, it's not that I was all for it. I just said there's no changes coming to this coach. Uh, he's never fired a coach midseason. So Kenny Holland was asked on replacing a coach midseason. Here's how I analyze it, Rob. You know, I hired Tip. In my mind, we made the playoffs the last two years. You know, um, the year before we got here, I think the team was 28th in the league in points. You know, under Tip's leadership in, in year one, we were in second place in the division. The pandemic hit. We, we lost a play-in series against against Chicago. But but if there was no pandemic, we were making the playoffs. Um, last year, we were second in the in the North. We lost three games in overtime against Winnipeg, and certainly we got swept. But but we've been in the playoffs two years in a row. On December the second. We were first place in the National Hockey League overall. We've had a bad five weeks. There's been seven coaches here in 10 years. You you, you can't just keep whipping through coaches. I mean, you you can't. I mean, at some point in time, you know, I think the coach, I think the team plays hard. I I mean, our last game was against Toronto. It's, you know, you look at the record. I look at, you know, it's, I I break it down. You know, against Toronto, it's 2-2 with, what seven minutes to go we take a penalty they score and they thought it was a pretty even game and you know we're we lose an overtime in the island and we were up by a goal in uh, in uh, in jersey and they tie it late and they beat us in overtime and we're 2-2 late in the second period in st louis and you know the games i think boston were 2-2 with something with three minutes to go and we lose a face off in our zone and and and, and boston scores a goal so we're, it's 2-1 with three minutes to go against carolina in the third period i think it's 2-1 with five minutes to go in the third period against against the LA Kings like we're not getting we, we've given up the first goal I think 20 out of 24 21 out of 25 games so it feels like the last six weeks we've been sort of chasing the game but even even falling behind even with the special teams we seem to find a way to play our way back into the game so I, I, I see I feel that we've got a team that's that's competitive uh, you know they're competing we're just we're just not winning I, and I understand we're in pro hockey and we're judged on wins and losses and we haven't won enough but I believe that the coaching staff has, the team is playing hard. They're competing every night. We've got a bit of a break here. I, and I hopefully, you know, talk, talk to Tip and talk to a few of the players, make a couple tweaks, get, 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 every, get people out of COVID, get our team back and let's see how we can do. But I think, I think, again, I think if you look at Tip's run as coach here, it's been a bad five weeks or December 2nd to it's what, five and a half weeks. It's been a bad, it's been, it's been a bad 13 games. It's been a disappointing 13 games, but, but the other two years and the disappointing 
disappointing playoff series against Winnipeg, disappointing play-in. I guess that was a funny thing in the middle of July or the middle of August. I think that was a funny, funny thing. But uh, so I, I think it's been a ba- it's been a tough five weeks. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. You haven't, uh, doesn't seem like you've been chasing the game. You have been chasing the game. And yeah, he makes a good point. I mean, seven coaches in 10 years, is that the answer? And and even though I said maybe this team needs a spark, maybe that is the answer. This team hasn't improved five on five, but a lot of that has to do with the talent on the ice that Kenny Holland brought in. So I don't know. I mean, don't expect Dave Tippett going anywhere. He's And if they don't make the playoffs or they're out in the first round, he's probably gone in the offseason anyway, but looks like he's going to stick to his guns and keep the coaching staff intact and it is what it is you just gotta you have to move forward with it is it uh, something the fans want to hear probably not but Kenny Holland's an old school guy gonna continue to do things the way he thinks is best for his organization and uh, here we sit this team hasn't played has was not <laughs> hopefully they play Saturday but not a lot of games coming up and then and they're hurting right now and hopefully yeah the break does help them in the practice and 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 then they find another gear because this, this team doesn't play at a high gear man they do not and watch any other games they do not play at a high gear. They need to find something here, and hopefully they can turn this around. Talked about the goaltending so far. Uh, replacing a coach midseason is not going to happen. We know he's reached out to Evander Kane's agent. See how that uh, all works itself out, and just the disappointment of where his club is right now. Just a couple more clips here for you. Uh, everybody's talking about trades. The orders are over the cap. I mean, you heard Kenny Allen um, uh, <laughs> say it today as well. They don't have a lot of assets, so um, he was just asked about the trade market right now in the NHL. I've talked, I've talked to a few managers the last week. You cover the league. I mean, how many trades of consequence have gone on in this league since October, since the season started? Uh, not many. I mean, there's been the odd trade, but you know, and there's other teams struggling besides us. We're not the only team struggling. I mean, so I think the reality is. The solution has to be in in, in the, either in that locker room, or or you know somebody from Bakersfield. I am working the phones. So he is working the phones. I I don't see how anyone from Bakersfield Bakersfield's helping this team. Let's be honest. Call it how it is. Continuing on, um, when 97 and 29 are not on the ice, the Oilers are getting outscored by a margin of two to one. And the GM was asked, "Why is this still happening with this team?" Well, uh, I think Daniel, you know, part of it is. Is um, we got to keep the puck out of our net better? I don't know where we are in goals against. Are we 25th or something? So, you know, I'm going to reflect back on my time in Detroit. And, you know, in 92, 93, 94, um, we, we scored lots. We gave up too much and then in the playoffs we couldn't score and we were we were out in the first round so I think that we've got to get a little bit more offense out of the bottom part of our roster but I also think that we've got to buckle down and keep the puck out of our net a little bit more so I think it's it's a combination of the two I don't think it's just we got to get more secondary scoring more secondary scoring more secondary scoring I think that we've got people in that locker room that can score more than what they've scored to this point in time i also think that you know i think our defense i think we've played better defensively the last while and that's you know to rub that's why i believe we're going to get this thing going and turned in the right in the other direction because because of the way i the way we're we're playing i I think that 
we're going to get it going to get it turned. But can we get you know can we get a little bit more offense out of the, the you know after Connor and Leon probably everybody can they've they've some have gone good and then they've gone dry and other guys haven't really got it going. You know some people haven't scored, but I think that, that I think that there's there's more goals in there. But I also think that we have to keep the, we have to do can't be 25th or I, I don't know the exact I didn't look in the last day or two but but we're in the bottom third of the league in goals against certainly we know we've got to do a better job of keeping the puck out of our net can it improve well, I mean I, I don't think this team is that bad to be ranked that low when it comes to goals against but this team constantly gift wraps goals everybody's got to be better from the goaltending out so yeah depth players have to be better too they have to be they're just far too inconsistent and 97 and 29 they didn't have a good december either so it's it's not just on them and then into the games they have played in january so but those two guys you give them a pass because they they do a lot for this team <laughs> a lot and they still have the uh the 18 wins in large part to those two guys but i mean they've and for him to say they play better defensively sure but you're still on a five-game losing streak, fresh off a six-game losing streak. So, And then in previous clips before that, saying, naming all the games he lost by one goal, well, you still lost, man. Who cares how, how tight it was late in the game? You still found a way to lose the game. That's an issue. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first Deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And one last one here, and I left the second question in by Daniel Nugent Bowman as uh, Kenny Holland got a little feisty there. And I thought it was a good question, but um, yeah, this is kind of a long one here. But um, he was asked, given where Connor and Leon are in their careers, like does this team have to be all in? We're all in, Daniel. I mean, you, we're at the cap. We're actually over the probably over the cap. Um, you know, I, I signed uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins to a long-term deal. I signed in the off-season. I signed Zach Hyman to a long-term deal. You know, we signed Cody Cece. I, I, I brought in Fogel for uh, for Ethan Bear. Um, I mean, we're trying to be all in. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be all in. It, it's 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 you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm not when, I'm not sure where you go with that question. Just in the terms of, are there any prospects or or picks or, or assets that wouldn't be on the table? Could you is, is everything on the table right now? Nobody's on the, none of those. Wait, why why would I? Are you talking a rental? Or are you talking to make a trade and to, to trade to trade our our, our our top prospects for for a rental to try to bail out of this year? Or are you you trying to what like for help, going? for help this year for help this year i wouldn't i wouldn't do that i think the answer is in that locker room I mean, why would i trade a first round pick or one of our top prospects to, to have somebody give us a little bit of a boost and then next year we have a press conference and you're asking me about more secondary scoring again or more depth or more depth. the depth has to be built internally the depth the depth of this organization has to be the growth the growth of mcleod the growth of yamamoto the growth of uh, bouchard the growth of broberg the growth of skinner the growth of uh, carter savoy the, the growth of borgo the growth of uh, Petrov. That's 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 how that's how that's how we did it in Detroit. And when I look around, that's how the best teams do it. It's it's homegrown. It's it's young people. It's being patient. It's it's you know we came here, you know signed Jay Woodcroft. Uh, Woody's done a great job in 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 in, in developing players down there. Um, so uh, you know I think that's that's how you got to get better. It's got to be now. I understand Connor's 25 and Leon's 26. And would I trade something that's if 
it's a hockey trade and it's, it's you bring in somebody and he's here for this year and beyond that's a different that's a different story but if, if your question is to me just to, to trade some grade a prospect to give a little bit of a boost and a bump so we can have another press conference next week and then and then that guy goes on and flourishes in another organization somewhere else for for five six seven eight ten years and and and, and we're back to the market next year because that person we got leaves i'm not doing that all right a couple things i mean patient is a word he shouldn't use anymore because enough with the patience here in edmonton you have to win now I also understand that you're not trading a prospect or your first round pick for uh, Ben Sherrod. I, I totally get that. And I've said that multiple times on TSN 1216 here. You're not trading a first overall pick for a guy that's going to be an RFA and a guy that's, uh, what, second, third pairing guy or a, a bottom six guy? Hell no. I understand that. I truly do. Truly do, guys. But your team is reeling. And and and, and he for him to bring up all those names, Savoy, uh, Savoy uh, Burgo, those guys are all like three, four years away. Like, what is he talking about? This team needs to start winning now. McDavid and Drysdale's contracts are eventually going to run out. Eventually. Like, and you're talking about guys and we got to build it within. Well, those guys are not going to be ready for another, uh, if you're lucky, two years. Possibly three, four years. What are we talking about? Build within. And I agree, yeah, you have to build within. Yeah, if you're a rebuilding freaking team, this team needs to make some hay this year next year the year after that don't be talking about guys that are are, are not going to be on this team for another three four years and talking about depth and, and all that and i don't know at the end of the day if this team keeps reeling, he has to make something. You have to improve your team. I, I don't think any of us sat here at the beginning of the year and said the Oilers are going to be Stanley Cup contenders. I don't think any of us, unless you're like the biggest, 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 just a giant Oilers fan and you thought this team. I Listen, I said they need to make some noise in the playoffs. Was that getting out of the first round, second round? I didn't think this team right now with their roster was a Stanley Cup team. Is that fair? And I think a lot of you think that way too. But that doesn't mean you just sit on your hands and do nothing. Like, what if this team makes the, doesn't make the playoffs? What if come trade deadline team, this team is eight, six points out of a playoff spot? Well, Kenny Holland's going to be like, let's be patient. Bourgeois coming in three years. No, this team can't miss the playoffs. So in a certain way, I, I kind of agree. And then the other one, I'm like, well, no. Like, if you're all in, you're all in, man. And it's not our fault. You left yourself no money and brought in a lot of mediocre players on horrible deals and made bad trade. It's not, that's no one's fault but, but Kenny holland so at the end of the day you got to get creative you got to find a way to improve this team what if this team keeps reeling what if what are you going to do just sit there and 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 and, and say the same thing we got to be patient come on now can this team turn it around guys 100 they can i mean they have Connor mcdavid and freaking leon dreisaitl but for that to happen the goaltending needs to improve by a lot the decor needs to improve by a lot the secondary scoring the depth whatever you want to call it needs to improve by a lot a lot of things need to start going right for the edmonton Oilers for them to turn this around could they yes the same way this can go sideways again or continue to slide not go sideways it's already sideways it can go either way and uh, right now i don't know which way it go because this team in the last five weeks has shown us something that we used to see when we were when when the Oilers were out of the playoffs in november just an inability to play well for 60 minutes show any emotion care all of that i hope they turn it around i truly do for the fans sake but today from the press conference what i got was deflecting which gms do which good on him but obviously he's gonna say he believes in his team and he believes uh, they can turn around what did you expect him to say the stuff about the trades they 
Again, I understand. Pick prospect for a rental this year doesn't make a lot of sense. But this team can't afford to miss the playoffs. So if it's going to help your team, you do it. Because that pick prospect's not going to help you, at least for another couple years. Now, if it's a guy with term and, and all that, like he said, yeah, of course he, he's going he's gonna, to he's consider moving the pick and prospect. But if you're all in, you're all in. You can't say you're all in and then say, well, but I wouldn't trade for a rental to improve my team this year. Guess what, Kenny? Your team is sliding hardcore. You need improvements. Bakerfield ain't helping. This team is in win mode now. Plain and simple. And it is a bit surprising that in year three, Holland is not more open to, to doing anything possible to improve his team. He's just sitting here. Now, he built this team. Obviously, he's going to be happy with it. <laughs> he's not going to sit there and say, I made some terrible moves, guys. What did you think of it? Like, I, I think he said some 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 good things. And I think he said some stuff that's just not going to fly here in Edmonton. Using the word patient. They lacked urgency in this press conference. Like, oh, we're fine. Skinner not going to call up. And he wants to run with Smith and Koskinen. He needs to evaluate them further. <sighs> like, that to me is just... That, to me, just shows a lot about this club. Like, what do you need to evaluate? You've seen these guys for the last two seasons. It's truly mind-boggling that the best... A GM and coach's job is to play the best possible lineup every night to win. The Oilers don't do that. The Oilers are too worried about uh, the veteran. Listen, I'm a loyal guy, and but at the end of the day, like, what has Mikko Koskin done for you? Why are you so worried about his feelings and, and all that? Skinner should be here with Mike Smith, not Mikko Koskinen. Well, let's wrap up this podcast. Just some news. Uh, Nimalaning back to the Condors. That was announced just uh, this afternoon. And Michael Russo from The Athletic in Minnesota covers a while. It says Stalock has been cleared by his doctors for his heart condition. Uh, he's heading to Bakersfield. He'll do physicals and all that and, and go from there. So, oof, interesting news there for Edmonton. Maybe they don't need a trade because uh, Stalock might be ready to go. But this guy hasn't played in a long time. But again, Skinner should be ahead of Stalock. It's not even close. And uh, yeah, but we'll continue to track this uh, story order set to return uh, to action on Saturday. Um, tomorrow they will be skating. The media uh, will be in attendance for media veil after. So we will have more content uh, regarding the Edmonton orders. And closer to a game day, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. If you agreed with me, if you don't agree with me, it's all good. And we all have different takes on what Kenny Holland had to say today uh so but for me skinner not being up here is just it's ridiculous he wants to go the patient approach doesn't look like a coach is uh, in any danger here and um he thinks the guys in that room can turn it around and he wants to build within the for the depth which means bakersfield so we'll see that we'll see how that works out for him but if this team continues to play poorly and, con- and is out of a playoff spot in a month or so I think Kenny Holland will have to change his tune and start getting aggressive here. Now, hopefully for Oilers fans, everybody in Edmonton, the Oilers can turn this around because there's something there with this team. I don't think they're as good as their 10-1, 16-5 start. I don't think they're as bad as these last five weeks or somewhere in the middle. But when you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, anything's possible. So hopefully this team finds uh, their groove, goaltending picks up, and everything else kind of and everything else kind of comes together. And I'll leave you with one last word from Kenny Holland. We're going to start to win. Can't say for certain, but I think we're going to start to win. I believe I believe in the coach. I believe in the team. I believe in the leadership. Right. The leadership. Uh, leadership core there. So Kenny Holland believes, man. So are you a believer with Kenny Holland? Or are you still kind of like, hmm, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> Let me know on Twitter at HernanTheMan and at LockedOnPointers. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. We'll have uh, another one for you tomorrow. Maybe we'll get some news on Evander Kane. <laughs> interesting, interesting stuff. But uh, enjoy the weather. It's absolutely wonderful outside. The roads are a complete mess, <laughs> but it's like plus four. Yeah, what a change from just a few days ago. But uh, get out there, get some fresh air, stay safe. And uh, we'll chat tomorrow for my producer, Juanito. 
and the Locked On Oilers podcast. I am Hernan, the man talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll chat tomorrow.